Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, when to jump the line. Arturo, what does this mean? I think it means, uh, you know, for me, there's there's such a, um, I think, a, a process that's been built into, I think, the interpretation of how things need to happen in, in the course of uh, personnel and employees and in development. Um, you know, for me, it's always been, it, it, there's always been this stigma or this issue with um, you have to hire somebody, they have to have five years of experience or they got to have two years of experience. So, you know, it, this criteria to me, it, it can mean something. I think it's certainly something that shouldn't be just brushed off the table, but I don't think that it needs to be the thing that dictates um, how how your personnel or your succession plan exists within your organization. And I think it's, it's interesting is there was a <clears throat> recent article in, in Harvard Business Review about how a lot of companies are losing, um, you know, top talent because they're fearful, they're, they're fearful of making decisions that are going to be probably viewed as progressive and jumping the line in terms of how they're moving these people up. And people are making decisions to just leave the business and the company because they it's their time. It's their time to get a shot. It's their Tom Brady moment. Somebody's gotten hurt. It's the opportunity to come in and show what they've, you know, what, the, what they're made of. And so um, I, I have a, I have a, a, a little issue with, with the way that the process has existed in the past. And, you know, frankly, I've been a big proponent over the years and certainly now because of, you know, the labor challenges and the way that the, you know, the world is working to, um, you know, live, live in a world that may from, you know, the outside looking in have a little bit more risk in the decisions that we're making in terms of personnel. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're not, we're not, uh, you know, we're not hard surgeons. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not doing things that are going to potentially kill people. And, um, and I found some real success with, with, you know, really diving in and giving, you know, people that are passionate and hardworking uh, a shot and, and just be willing to invest and to train them. And I think that that's one of the other, you know, bigger kind of components of it. You, if you're not willing to invest, train and get your hands dirty, then you're going to be in a real challenge because right now uh, finding that perfect employee is just, you're looking for unicorns. Well, right now is an interesting time because there is an opportunity right now for many companies to find this elite top talent because now everyone's starting to say, all right, well, what do I really want out of my life in my job in the people that I'm working with? And so often business can seem like it's supposed to be done a certain way. But I believe one of the things the last year and a half has taught us that you can throw all of that in the trash, that the more nimble and forward thinking that you can be as a business, the better. That's a very big challenge for a lot of companies because they are used to a prescriptive manner of I'm looking for X, Y, and Z out of something. And as I look at my own um, hiring and the way that I'm building teams, I'm very much project-based in how I do things. I don't care about a resume. I care about a skill set, the way someone would fit with our core values and our vision and their ability to communicate. Because I do believe a lot of things in business can be taught or trained with the right person 
with the right process. But the key is you need to have all of these things in order in order to make this succeed. Because if you don't have any one of those dominoes, all of a sudden, if you're not training the person, why did this person not succeed? Well, so you really have to think about your own systems and process for if you're willing to take on someone that could be a potential home run, but may not have everything. Do you have the right training in place? Are you willing to put in the time to get them to where they want to go. Because I know on my end, one of the challenges as a, as a time standpoint as a business owner was investing in my systems and processes that allowed me to duplicate the roles to bring on the new people so that I could scale myself. I knew how to do something and I could do it as better than anybody else, but now I'm bringing on this new talent. And anytime you bring on someone new, now it takes more time and you're like, oh, this just... What is this taking yeah. so long for? But I had to invest in the system and process to allow me to grow to where our vision wants to go. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the I think there needs to be system and process in terms of in terms of the way that people are brought into the organization, in terms of the way that that, that training is implemented. I, I do think that listen, the, the the issue right now that we're experiencing is that you know people want to be the Yankees, they just don't have the salary cap, right? And it's like you you just you you the other thing is that we're, we're in a very pro employee kind of time right now where the job market is, is fierce. There's, there's jobs abundant, you know, <clears throat> that where people can go pick up, pick up work for really kind of ch- pick and choose their own, their own kind of salary or compensation package. I mean, that's, that's really the world that we're living in right now. And that's across multiple industries. You know, you're seeing, you're seeing there's, there's such a tightness in labor that, that these things are existing. And so, you know, this is more, and again, better is not, you know, bigger and better is not, is not always, uh, you know, equal success or, or, or does that create, you know, great culture? I think right now, small to medium-sized businesses need to really be um, looking for things that are, that are really stand out. Like how is somebody treating your guests or your customers or are they putting in the time to be effective? Are they asking the right questions? Those are the things that I think, you know, are really are becoming very, you know, valuable. Because again, I, you know, I've met I've met people that have a ton of experience, but they just they just weren't as effective as somebody who had zero experience, but just was, you know, had enthusiasm and energy and was doing, you know, the behaviorally the right things that I think were impacting the business in the right ways. And so. Um, you know, we're experiencing these challenges that we've never, never seen in the business. And I think that, um, you know, we have to step away from, from the belief that the process needs to be uh, as this, you know, previously defined process where you got to spend a year here, two years here, three years here, whatever, you know? And so, and there's some industries that I think that maybe, maybe that process is, is, has some, some weight to it. Obviously, you know, um, doctors as they get tenured in hospitals that, you know, I, I think that that makes sense. I think, you know, when you're going to talk about other people that have, you know, trained for many years as, as certain professionals, but there's also industries, um, a lot of them that I think right now are in desperate need of, of employees. And I think, again, I'm not, I'm not talking about going to find somebody just off the street. I'm talking that somebody who's already in your organization, somebody that you've already been able to identify that they have tendencies and attributes, the things that you really like that, that probably stand within these core values that you have as a company. And I think that um, you, you need to know when it's time to, you know, 
push them out of the nest and, and allow them to jump the line. And I think one thing that I'd be interested in talking about is we've got when to jump the line, but let's talk about how to jump the line. And I think about one of the guys that I've been mentoring for the last few years who got a job at uh, one of the largest sports books uh, in the United States. And immediately upon getting that job, he was so excited. It was his dream job. And I'm like, all right, what are you going to do to stand out within this giant company? And one of the things that I recommended to him was to create an internal podcast. And this is something that I had previously done. Um, I helped create and produce a podcast internally for Yelp. One of my friends was a manager there. And I was like, dude, you got to get on the radar of all the senior leadership. How in the world do you do that in a thousand person company? Cool. Create a platform similar to what we have here to bring them on, talk about their success mindset, how they got to where they, they are and what they're doing right now. And there's a lot of opportunities out there for people who want to jump the line because a lot of people are going to continue to deal with the status quo and say, you know what, I'm just going to keep moving up this ladder as it's prescribed. But now all of a sudden, because things are shifting, there's an opportunity for those who are go-getters to create their own leaps within an organization by doing things others don't. And I'm curious your thoughts on that uh, mindset. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, my, my mindset has always been, you know, I put a lot of faith and belief in, in, in what I see in action. You know, I see when I, when I see results, um, from whomever uh, to me, that becomes a, a very attractive thing. And so, um, I also, you know, again, I, I believe in, in, you know, how people interact with, with other teammates and, and those things are very, very critical as people send to different levels. If you're, if you've identified somebody who's super hardworking, but they just don't have, they, they don't have an understanding how people need to be treated. I think that that, that, you know, becomes an issue, but, um, I think, you know, as, as, you know, for me, the decision is, is sometimes based on the needs of the business is, is the, is the business really in a spot where you have to take a, a potential risk and give somebody an opportunity that you, you may otherwise would have not contemplated because, you know, they didn't have the resume or they didn't have the years of experience or whatever. So I think that you need to look at, at other factors. And I mean, this is a lot easier said than done in terms of you, you, this isn't something I, I would suggest people do with people off the street. I'm talking about, you know, people that are already within the organization. And again, you've been able to validate uh, more about who they, who they are. I think the other thing too, is as leaders, we need to understand that there's a real responsibility to, when you do this, that you, you can't just say, Hey, tomorrow you're going from, you know, the bar back to the general manager. Like you, you have to, there's a real responsibility as leaders that we're there to guide and that we're there to invest time and energy into making sure that this thing is, is an outcome be, it, that has a good outcome because it's, it's also costly to the business if it doesn't work out. So um, I think there's, there's various signals that, that people can be, can be um, kind of, um, you know, uh, sensitive to in terms of, you know, who, who should be that next person in line to be able to jump. But, um, I think it's, I think it's something that I'm seeing a lot of people talking about certainly right now because, because they don't have a choice. I'm curious from your standpoint on the 
person that you are given the opportunity where maybe this could be perceived as a risk because they don't have everything. What is the first month to three months maybe look like on your end with this person where they have the opportunity to take this leap and you're willing to give them that in faith, but what are, how are you processing this to try and put them in a position to succeed so that they're just not on an island because uh, there still are things as business owners and leaders that we want to help provide them with to make them or help them succeed. So what's that look yeah. from your side of things? It, it looks, it looks like coaching. It looks like, it looks like leadership. It looks like, uh, you know, spending a lot of one-on-one time with them. It looks like you know, being connected uh, through various channels, whether it's through email, whether it's through text, it looks like, you know, when you see something occur and it's not exactly as you want it to be, there's got to be dialogue around that. There's got to be, again, it's all, it's all coaching. Um, But, you know, to me, coaching really never stops. It doesn't stop in the first three months and it doesn't stop in the, you know, 10 years down the road. I think it's, um, I think there's, you know, there's days that, you know, coaching just, ha- it just, there's a continuity that needs to exist with coaching. Um, and even people that are, you know, feel like they've, you know, they've been, there's no more coaching to be done. They're going to go somewhere and they're going to learn something, you know, whether or not you can provide that, that learning for them. And they, you know, whether they feel that, you know, the student has now become the teacher, it's, there's still going to be a day where they're going to have to, you know, have some awareness about themselves and, and, and understand that, that coaching and learning is never going to stop. But, to me, it's just, it's the investment. It's a, it's the hard investment. Um, you know, jumping the line is, is something where, where if, if there was a video to it, or if there was some type of visualization, it'd be somebody at the front of the line coming back, grabbing this person by the hand and walking them to the front or walking them to some other position in that line. It's, it's not them doing it on their own. It's somebody being completely guided and, and nurtured along the way. Wow. I absolutely love that. And I'm just visualizing what that image would look like as it relates to this episode. And let's get to our action item or takeaway in our tarot. I think that is it exactly for me. The way that you just so in a crystal clear picture showed me what leadership looks like going from the front of the line to the back of the line and holding that person's hand as they are making their way forward. Man, that is so powerful. What about you? What's your action item or takeaway from today? I think, you know, again, as you know, we, we spoke in a previous episode about, about getting your hands dirty and investing time in your business. I think, I think you constantly need to be aware of, who the next shining stars are. And I think that you need to have a system in a process to, um, to allow them to, to, to be nourished and, and to flourish within your organization. And I think that you, you know, should stop being so afraid of what it looks like or what people will say if this person doesn't have, you know, resume that's 10 sheets long, you know, it's to me, I've seen a, a tremendous amount of uh, good effort come from from people that didn't have the resume. I've seen great input or, or output rather from from people that did have the resume. And I've also seen some disasters. You know, so you know your business. You'll you'll get a greater understanding of your business if you're spending time in your business, working on your business, and um, and and you know we all have a lot of shining stars within within the um, within our within our four walls. So take advantage of it. 
And certainly this is a very applicable topic for everything that is going on right now. And we want to hear from you as it relates to when to jump the line and the systems and the processes and the willingness to take risks. What is this? Um, how does this resonate for you? How does this manifest in your life or business? Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? Yeah, the best place is going to be LinkedIn, Arturo Gomez, LinkedIn. And on my end, you can hit me up on LinkedIn or Instagram at Rob Cressy. You can also go to robcressy.com. I've got a ton of resources around leadership, content creation, brand building, and personal development.